Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991, to Boston, Bloomberg 1200, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, Sirius XM Channel 119, and around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and Bloomberg.com. This is Taking Stock. Coming up on Taking Stock, Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton, they are deadlocked in a Bloomberg poll just hours before their debate at Hofstra University. We're going to take a look at the issues and also the potential for performance damage when it comes to the debates. Well, Dan Fuss of Loomis Sales, who's going to be on our special show here today as we broadcast live from Eisner Amper here in New York City, said that there's a, a fear trade, a safety bid in the bond market right now. Pin bonds are rallying and people are worried about the outcome of this debate. So let's get right to it. Back to Charlie Pellet in the Bloomberg Newsroom with a Bloomberg Business Flash. And I thank you very much, Kathleen Hayes. And thank you, Pim Fox. We've got the Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ all trading lower at or near session lows right now. Bouncing along the bottom with the S&P down 16 to 21.48, a drop there of seven-tenths of one percent. A story we are watching today involves Twitter and the Walt Disney Company. People familiar with the matter say the Walt Disney Company is working with a financial advisor to evaluate a possible bid for Twitter. Representatives for Twitter and Disney did not immediately respond to requests for comment. Disney shares, they're down one and a half percent. Twitter shares, they are up by eight-tenths of one percent. Now, Disney if it does decide to make a bid, would be able to help the company further its video streaming media strategy. Allianz Global Investors Chief Investment Officer Andreas Uttermann says the German government will have to bail out Deutsche Bank if its financial situation gets bad enough. Jonathan Tice is a senior analyst for EU banks with Bloomberg Intelligence in London, and he was interviewed this morning on Bloomberg Television. So the concerns about additional Tier 1, of course, if you've got $14 billion as a starting point um, by the DOJ, who knows, maybe you get something similar to what happened in the U.S. and it comes down to six, seven or eight. But you've got a bank that consensus says we'll only make a billion this year, down from it's expected three billion at the start of this year. Who knows, it may be loss-making again this year, wouldn't be surprising. Capital's going the wrong way. Um, it's very difficult to see where this stops. And we do have shares of Deutsche Bank trading lower now by 7.2%. It is 2.32 on Wall Street. Now let's take a look at other news from around the world on Bloomberg Radio. Thank you, Charlie. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Ramey Innocencio. This news update is brought to you by Audi. Don't let someone else drive off in the Audi model you've always wanted. Visit a tri-state Audi dealer to get behind the wheel of yours today. On the day before their big debate, both presidential nominees privately met with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu in New York City. Bloomberg's Michael Barr has more from New York. Democratic presidential nominee Hillary Clinton says a strong and secure Israel is vital to the United States. After the meeting, Clinton's campaign said that she reaffirmed her unwavering commitment to U.S.-Israel relations, including her support for the new military aid agreement reached earlier this month. Donald Trump met with Netanyahu for more than an hour at the Trump Tower, according to Israeli and campaign officials. Trump's campaign says the Republican presidential candidate discussed at length Israel's successful experience with a security fence that helped secure its borders. Michael Barr, Bloomberg Radio. More than 800 Hofstra University students will get a unique educational experience tonight. They'll work as volunteers as the school plays host to this year's first presidential debate. 
And you can join us tonight for live coverage and analysis of the presidential debate beginning at 7 p.m. Wall Street time on Bloomberg Radio and 8.30 p.m. on Bloomberg Television. And a disgruntled lawyer who had numerous weapons randomly shot at drivers in a Houston neighborhood this morning, hitting six people, one critically, before he was shot and killed by police. Another three people had injuries from glass or debris. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Ramey Innocencio. This is Bloomberg. Charlie. And we thank you. And again, recapping equities lower. The S&P 500 index down 16, a drop of 7 tenths of 1%. Gold, little change, down 13, uh, 30 cents the ounce now to 13.37. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. Six hours, 25 minutes, 20 seconds. Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton, the debate, and now the debate before the debate. Here to tell us more is Mark Niquette. He is our politics and national government reporter for Bloomberg News, and he joins us now. Mark, uh, this is an industry in and of itself. It is not just uh, the actual event, but it's uh, the event around the event. I I heard that, uh, for example... Uh, Chris Matthews, he was broadcasting from the event site at Hofstra University uh, last night to uh, get people excited and interested. Right, and we also have the uh, expectations game being played where both sides try to uh, give themselves an advantage by either lowering or raising the bar or whatever the case may be. You know, the, the thought is that Hillary Clinton comes into the debate with uh, uh, an advantage, or at least polls, including one Bloomberg uh, politics as out today, suggest people think she's going to win the debate. And she's trying to put the, uh, the audience and fact-checkers on note that anything that Donald Trump says that might not be true should be called out immediately. Well, you know, Mark, it's interesting that anybody would think you had to do anything extra to drum up interest in this presidential debate tonight. I would guess that this is probably going to be the most watched ever. Uh, Donald Trump inspires great enthusiasm from his supporters and great antipathy from those who the last thing they want to see is him in the White House. And then, of course, he's had many instances where he said things that were inflammatory, where some people thought he put his foot in his mouth. And I think a lot of people, it's like they're like they're going to the circus almost, waiting to see just what happens. Does Donald Trump hold it together, or does he explode? Exactly. I've heard other analogies like uh, car wreck or rubbernecking when you see things like that. But I think, you know, there is intense interest, and a lot of it does have to do with, with Trump and sort of the you know unpredictability factor, but also because of the nature of this race. I mean, it's, it's a close race. Um, it's the, the polls are shown it's tightened in the, in the recent weeks, which just drives up the uh, interest and importance, I think. Uh, but also people just wanting to see, you know, some cues from these candidates. You know, the, the polls show they're both very disliked. I think voters, you know, maybe if they're not in, in favor of one candidate for sure and, and not sure about the other, will be looking to see, you know, whether they get cues that can get them comfortable with a candidate. You know, a lot of people are looking to Donald Trump to see if he can show kind of the substance or temperament that uh, folks might be questioning he lacks. Uh, folks might be looking at Hillary Clinton to see if she has sort of a relatability factor or trustworthiness that polls show that some people doubt. 
Mark, we've got what, about 40, got 42 days and counting uh, until the election, at least the, uh, the election day, because a lot of people are maybe sending in their ballots early. Um, any idea of the electoral college uh, split? I mean, I, I, I see things uh, where you've got Clinton, uh, blue states, 200 electoral votes with Donald Trump, red states, 163 and 175 up for grabs. Right, and you'll see different projections depending on who's making it and who's putting what states into what column. Um, but I think it's fair to say that this debate tonight could help change those maps. Um, you know, there's a sense that, you know, the support that polls show for both candidates out there is soft, that, you know, a, a big moment in a debate like tonight can, can help change some minds. And clearly there is a segment of the, the population, you know, between 3 and 10 percent, the polls suggest, that are undecided, that really don't know who to vote for. Either they can't decide between the two or they dislike two of them and, uh, you know, haven't figured out which one they dislike the least. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of anticipation that tonight's debate could help change that electoral map or at least change the narrative as we had in the final part of today's campaign. So, Mark, what has uh, the Bloomberg politics and government team uh, been able to discern from the two campaigns? I remember after um, the – during the uh, – the, the uh, conventions when uh, the uh, Democrats had the Muslim American family whose son, their son from the military, had been killed, that I read this piece, maybe it was online, about how cleverly the Clinton camp had played Donald Trump to provoke him and get him to lose his cool, almost like she was the, a, a matador, you know, effectively manipulating the bull. Have you heard anything about the Clinton camp trying to do something like that tonight? Not directly from the Clinton camp. They've kept their cards pretty close to the vest, but there is widespread circulation that that will be a tactic or a strategy. Um, one of the goals, I think, that the Clinton campaign will want to have for this debate is to, you know, show that Donald Trump, you know, somehow lacks the temperament or, you know, the, the qualifications to be president and commander in chief. This is a case that uh, Secretary Clinton's been trying to make on the campaign trail and in her commercial advertising. So there is some thought that, you know, she will try to provoke him, get under his skin, you know, find some way to get him to react that would just reinforce that narrative she tries to have out there. Is there any word about some maybe out of uh, out of thought uh, event that could take place, people cheering, people clapping, whether it is uh, having uh, different guests appear there. I mean, uh, Jennifer Flowers uh, being in the news with the, uh, Donald Trump and uh, Mark Cuban uh, for Hillary Clinton. Any news about how that will play out? Well, unlike the uh, primaries where you had uh, the crowd clapping and cheering or jeering, whatever the case may be, uh, the debate commission has explicitly said there can be no... Uh, participation from the audience, no clapping or cheering or anything like that. Um, the audience will be admonished more than okay. once before the debate starts that they're there to observe, not to participate. All right. Uh, Mark Dickett, thanks so very much. Government reporter for Bloomberg News previewing the presidential debates for us tonight. I'm Kathleen Hayes along with Pim Fox, and this is Bloomberg. Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by CIT, from transportation to healthcare to manufacturing. CIT offers commercial lending, leasing, and treasury management services for small and middle market businesses. Learn more at CIT.com. Put knowledge to work.